get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Millionaire Nicole Smith Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you. And that's for you to build the big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead, share this. Call with others. They can dial in at 602-753-1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So good morning, good morning, and this is our wrap-up, the end of our series, um, How to Live Your Message, but always the beginning of something new, and I always pray that that beginning would be for you to have a new perspective, for you to go out and do something you've never done before, uh, for you to believe higher and bigger, and for you to do something more sooner. And so what I want to do is um, I want to prove something to you. I want to prove something to you because, um, and you might say, well, prove? No, 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 no. Everything I do is, is unto God, not unto man. But I want you to understand that you're valuable, much more valuable than you may believe, maybe more valuable than someone told you you were, or maybe even more valuable than how someone has treated you. We know that these are challenging times. However, there are many people going through challenging times, even without the world co-signing with them. Our scripture is coming out of Psalm 139, verses 13 through 16. And this time is brought out. It's been a revelation for many things. I've even revealed some things that I never revealed before um, <laughs> over the last um days and weeks and really months. And so I want you to know that that uncovering for me is also an uncovering for you as we are letting things out for God to help us move into the new. Let's go to the Lord. I have a very special guest today. So you want to definitely take notes. I'm very excited for this guest to be with me on today. So Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made, and we're glad we're joyous. We're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, we are so grateful to your grace is sufficient. Whoa, where would we be without your grace? That's given us fuel to our faith, to believe what we don't see because many things that we have been able to experience and have, even our breath of life, 
We could never do anything good enough to deserve it from you. But you saw fit. We're grateful, dear Lord, that you made us in the likeness of your image. And so, not only that, you turn around and give us the indescribable gift of your son, Jesus Christ. Then you turn around and give us the helper of your Holy Spirit. Oh, my mercy, what majesty, what a... How amazing you are. We ask you during this time that you will give us a peace that surpasses all understanding so that we will have the courage to go out and live our message. Help us remove anything that's not of you that the message will always be that of your word as we go out to do these great exploits in your name and spread the abundance to those and give people hope where they're hopeless and help where they're helpless and grow together and build not only our businesses, but your kingdom first. We're thankful, dear Lord, that right now that Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven for those who will be your faithful servants. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. We started this series a few days ago, and even in just the small amount of time, so many things um, has occurred. And this is an indication for those not to waste any time because we know that the days are evil and we know that we are in our last days. And I want you to think today as if it is the last day, but I don't want you to ever forget this passage that has helped me understand clearly all of the craziness that we would I would have considered that I've experienced and probably more to come that I'll never forget this. Psalm 139, 13 through 16 says, for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made Marvelous are your works, and my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book, They all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. Just to think that every life to God, who knows everything, who is the most powerful, who is the creator? Every life is valuable. 
He knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. And every life has a purpose. When we begin to even think about the times we're in, in the life of George Floyd, and the countless others who have been treated in a way that their life was not valuable, right now the life of George Floyd has created a uprising, new conversations, new Deliveries of the conversations, new messengers that the world is now taking notice. This is what I want us to understand, that every one of us has the opportunity and the responsibility to bring value to the lives of others. We were on a call last night, and we uh, were on a video with Mr. Ray Higdon, and we were talking for supposed to be an hour, and we went over, I think, an hour and a half on how to reduce racism in America. And I was clear to share that racism, simply put, is someone believing that they are or their life is more superior than the life of someone else. So they should either have more power, more control, um, should have more resources. And I want you to understand extremely clearly that could not be true according to God's word. But the challenge is, is that most people would tend to believe more about what the world is saying than what the word is saying. One of us have our own individual responsibility to live our message. Some people are afraid to say anything because they're not sure of what their message is. I want to encourage you to adopt the message of our Lord Jesus Christ. I will encourage you that you don't have to be an evangelist to live the message of Jesus Christ in every area of your life. See, this is where people's boats start getting rocked because they're not sure if their life stands on the rock. We were able to share our hearts and get clarity that many people are just uneducated regarding the value of another man's life. But what does this mean for you in your business, in network marketing? What does this mean for you? What can little old me, little old you do? One person at a time, we can make a difference with our big God. Living it. I want to bring someone on because I can tell right now, <clears throat> and I want if you have any kings in your life, if you have any of them that are not on, you want to have, have them hop on. We're going to have a very 
very insightful conversation, I'm sure, with someone who is so near and dear to me, and this is one of the most dignified, um, honorable men that I have met in a long time that represents the kingdom and lives his message. Each and every day, he is bringing value to people. Each and every day, he's making someone know that they're valuable, and not only with his words, but also with his deeds. He lives his message. He knows how to um, bring peace to you. He knows how to fight without being violent. He knows how to just make a lot of things better. I am just honored for him to not only be a business partner, but he's become such a a dear friend and um, a strength and rock to me, even in times of challenge. So I got to bring on none other than Pastor Jonathan McKnight. Are you there, Pastor? Good morning, Dane. Dr. Nicola Smith-Jackson, I am here this morning. Do you hear me okay? Yes, I hear you clearly. And I know you're always here in the quiet on Power Start Your Day. And so I'm so honored that you're here to speak and, you know, to talk to not only the, the men, but also the women. Because one thing is, is that we're all in this together. And many a time, um, we forget that every man comes from a woman, and it's extremely challenging and painful to see um, or, or even know blatantly how invaluable our men are to uh, some people in America, but that does not change what God says. And so I want to ask you, uh, Pastor, and I know I want to, like I shared with the callers, to get their kings on the line if they're not already here, because um, you are one of those men that your prayer avails much, because you know the rights and you are a righteous man. So I just want to go on and um, ask you, how how has it been for you being a, a man, which I know you've seen, you've experienced um, challenges in your life as an African-American man, but you have against all odds, accomplished so much. And the biggest accomplishment is being well with your soul and still maintaining your, your mind and um, your stature and your message did not change, even though circumstances did. I, um, first of all, thank you for um, inviting me to Power Start Your Day. I'm always on, first time I've ever been, um, on in the group, and you're doing it. I cannot start without first telling you you're doing an amazing job and to tenacity to be able to continue to do it um, every morning is amazing and has to be God with you. And to all of the people that's on this call this morning, God bless you and God bless your family. I want to just first of all um, talk about the fact that um, this event this tragedy um, has affected um, men as well as youth, as well as the whole world. As a black man, for me, I've been a victim several times of 
uh, racial profiling. Um, to be honest with you, Dr. Nicola, um, I watched that video 3 o'clock in the morning um, when it first happened. My entire body, my spirit was disturbed. It brought mm-hmm. tears to my eyes. It brought anger. Mm-hmm. It brought frustration. So I want people to understand feeling those things do not separate the reality of you being human. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm a pastor, even though I've had the ability to do several things in ministry, um, the reality of the pain that it released was real. It brought me back to memories of my own self. And I think what happened for me is it got me back in touch with the fact of how important it is to have God in your life because Mm -hmm. if not, I understand how it can trigger another part of you. The only thing that has sustained me in the wrongness of this is God being the stabilizer, the word of God, and understanding that I got to get the meaning of what this really means. I've been pulled over um, before, been told to pop my trunk um, on a highway, traveling down Highway 75 um, by a county that I know that profiles and that's been known to have uh, the Ku Klux Klan in that county. And late one night, I'm driving down him State 75. I'm pulled over. Um, I'm on the side of the highway by myself with, um, I guess because I was driving a particular type of car, um, I was pulled over, pulled over, told to pop my trunk. Of course, I submitted because I know there was nothing wrong in my car. I knew it wasn't nothing there. But the fact that I had to go through that, walking through stores, uh, you, you being profiled. I've sat on parking lots before, a property that I've owned and been pulled up and said, what are you doing here? I didn't even let them know that I was just sitting on my property. So sometimes when you go through life, you go through that anger or you go through the reality. And the world has found out that we're living in a reality for light versus darkness. What this has done with George Floyd, darkness actually was exposed that was always there and it's created light to have to deal with darkness. And I think the one thing, and I don't want to take over this too much, the one thing we have to understand that I've been praying to God, I've been fasting since this happened because, you know, I just um, understand that as a man being in this country, if you don't think clearly, you can easily lose your life. And with the case of George Floyd, he thought clearly and still lost his life. And one of the things we have to understand is darkness and light are at war. Truth Mm -hmm. and deceit are at war. Hatred and love are at war right now. And we got to determine which side we're going to stick on, which I've already made my decision. God versus the enemy, Satan himself. Mm-hmm. Is that war, and we as people of God, we as men of God, we even when I say men of God, that doesn't necessarily mean a pastor, a bishop, an apostle, or somebody trying to have high spiritual rank. That means anybody, even in their imperfections, that have a heart towards God. We have to grab Him like we've never grabbed Him before. So I'll turn that back over to you. 
You know, Pastor, you, you shared something because I know as a, a man, men are, uh, are physical, period. They, they, they express themselves mainly, um, many a times, I wouldn't say mainly, because many a times the men, they don't, they don't know how to express themselves verbally uh, without uh, demasculating themselves. They already are dealing with uh, someone trying to rip them from their manhood and what I shared, you know, we did a, a, a video where I'm looking now, almost 13,000 views so far on this video, where I shared at the end of at the end of the day that uh, whole fight for um, your value, your 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 power, that you are valuable, and you talked about having that relationship with God on where no matter what it is, someone else is portraying to you that you understand. Um, who you are and whose you are. But the fact is, is that with men being physical, you know, always kind of physical, you know, think about it, the sports, the, um, not that every man plays sports, but, you know, um, that's what we know. Men for brawn, especially black men, which are, um, they would say, one of the strongest, um, uh, smartest, uh, I mean, we think about all of the inventions that we have, all these different things that black men have uh, accomplished yet never really getting their due credit. Um, this is a day-to-day thing. And then the challenges they have, even in the workforce, and now they have to have the, the challenges of keeping up with um, societal um, demands and, you know, all of these pressures that they have. And yet you're able to say, you know what, I was angry, but I wasn't triggered to act on that anger in a way that would be more of a detriment. And you're like, at some point, you're like, you're losing. And say, hey, I don't care what I tear up because I've been torn down so long, right? That could be, well, that could be the argument. People have been tearing me down so long, so I'm just going to start tearing things down. That's all I know is, is to, I'm going to respond. I've, I've, I've held my voice so long. I've, I've tried the way that they're telling us to do and I can't do this anymore. What would you say to a, a, a black man who, um, before all of this happened, had the goal of 2020 being the, the year that their life was actually going to really change for the better? Because, you know, our industry of network marketing that doesn't care if it's a black man or, you know, um, a black woman or no matter what your color is, you can actually have success. We've been in the industry for quite some time, massively successful. Can you tell us about that, like how to channel that anger into um, into pursuing and completion of your assignment and your goal? Well, that's a great question. I think one of the greatest things that we have to do is understand that it's a reality, but know how to channel the energy. Because, see, you cannot deny your pain, because now we're living in emotional hypocrisy. So if I deny how I really feel, and that's one subject while you were talking, I just talked this to some men. I talked this to a group of men just this past week. And see, one thing that has happened in our society, the black man has been just taught to suppress Nicola, because Mm -hmm. we've been taught in our society, Dr. Nicola, this, if you are a man, that shares your feelings or Mm -hmm. communicate 
your disappointment or your hurt, you're not mm-hmm. a real man. Sure. Because now you are equating the emotionalism that's tied many times to the gender of the woman because we know women mm-hmm. are emotional. We know women like to talk. Women like to get their feelings off their chest. They want to hear. But as the black man, we we worked in places. I've been worked in places and called the N word to my face. I've been worked in pla- I've been taught that if I want this job, you got to suppress. You got to suppress how you feel. You got to suppress. That's why many black men go into the football or go into the basketball or go into the boxing or go into that that combative sport because they have no way to end. That's why they're good at it. When you look at the NBA, it's mostly black men. You look at the NFL, it's mostly black men. You look in the boxing arena, it's black men, Hispanic men, because we do not have that outlet to express because if we express ourselves, we are considered as weak when actually that is absolutely the medicine to our sanity. We have to get in touch with our feelings because that's why we've been labeled as many as being abusive because we've been suppressed all our lives. Can't tell how you feel. You're weak if you do. You're not a real man. What I have learned to do is this. I have learned to take my disappointment, my frustration, and challenge it to a goal or challenge it to a task. Because mm-hmm. you cannot deny success. You will all have adversity. I remember when I um, I went to real estate school in college. I was the only black in the class. It was a Jewish professor. One day after class, he said, I'm going to hire you for my real estate company. I didn't want to just go to his company first. Went to another company, Nicola. I went to Watson Realty. I'll never forget it. To interview once I got my real estate license. I walked in the real estate office. A white real estate broker told me to my face, I recommend you find another career because most young black men are not successful. So I really um, will suggest to you that you choose another career because this mostly, the man told me this to my face, this is mostly for white females. Nicole, I walked out of Watson Realty. Realty Dr. Nicola, and I got to my car, and I stood there, and I said to myself, that natural part of me, at that time, I wasn't even a pastor. I wasn't even close to pastor. That looked look, look like that the gangster, just black person wanted to go back in there and just smash that window and say, who in the heck, the heck, the heck, you talking to like that? You can I stopped. True story. I stopped to my car, and I heard the spirit of God. God spoke to me even before I started pastoring he, he said, what are you going to do now? What you going to do now? That something told you on all levels, a white male told you, you cannot be successful in this industry. Mm-hmm. I stopped. I stood inside my car for a minute, and I was at a deciding factor in my life. Mm-hmm. To make a long story short, I, it motivated me. I'm like, if I serve God and I treat people right, and I know my heart and the thing that you always say that blesses me because this is what my parents taught me. If I can just keep my hands clean, keep my heart right, don't hate nobody, God will favor me. I got back in my car. I went back to the broker that offered me the job, and I went into his firm. Within one year, they had the national 
I mean, the county awards for realtors in the city of Gainesville, Florida. And I was one of the million-dollar, multimillion-dollar producers that same year. I walked up to him at the awards banquet. I said, do you remember me? He looked at me and said, I said, I'm the one that you told couldn't do this. I channeled my energy. I channeled my hurt and my disappointment to invest in my own success to prove because some people don't understand until they prove or they know that you can go in. I challenge every every man, just every woman, every person, Tottenham Nicola, if we can ever get it, that no one can determine what you are to become. The scripture you read today, we're fearfully and we're wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. The scripture says that from your mother's womb, I possess mm-hmm. your reins. I had a plan for you from the very day, even before you knew your name. I mm-hmm. had a plan. Mm-hmm. And what you have to do is you have to understand there's a plan for me, even if I don't have one, but I got to go to the master planner. I got to mm-hmm. go to God himself and say, God, what is the plan for my life? You got to learn how to challenge your energy to the right source and understand two wrongs don't make a right. Two mm. wrongs don't make a right. And everything about this, when I look at all the looting, I go to John 10 and 10. Everything about what has happened is when Jesus said is the agenda of Satan. That's the right. enemy comes to kill. George mm. Floyd was killed. Then he comes to steal all mm. the looting. The end result now is to destroy we got to mm. get together before the destruction comes to our nation, past repair. And right That's now, right. what you're doing today is important. And I'm not trying to preach, but you don't give the preacher the mic. I need you to be the message right now because, you know, um, you, you talked about something that was so powerful, a few things that was so powerful that I want to make sure that um, men and women underline because <clears throat> today is George Floyd, but there's been women. Um, and, you know, uh, we want to talk about the value of a life period. You said, hey, two wrongs do not make a right. And there is a consequence for everyone's right, or you could say a reward for everyone's right. And a consequence for everyone's wrong. And the word of God does not know how to differentiate. He does not know how to excuse you because it was done to you that you turn around and reciprocate. And that is the biggest challenge and it's probably going to be controversial. Where people say, well, he's just going to have to forgive me. I, I was one. When I would pull out a, a can of whoop, you know what, on somebody... He just going to have to forgive me after this one. (laughs) But when you begin to have that relationship with God and you say your soul, just search my heart. And now you begin to have become that new creature where before you even retaliate or reciprocate, you remember that his word, it's going to be the same, that he is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. And so we have to talk about 
not denying, but dealing with the suppression. And you gave them some specific things to say you got to deal with it, but you don't deal with it or handle it on your own. You deal with it through changing what you know you can change, which is channel it to something that is positive. And, and God saw. He heard. He even knew before you mm-hmm. walked in that room what that man was going to say. That's what people forget. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. now it was in the point of decision of whose report were you going to believe. Mm-hmm. How do I know this? Because I am a person in a position and been in many positions where people would say, wait a minute. Sometimes she don't even speak proper diction, even though I was an A student. Sometimes she'll say things that's not politically correct. Sometimes she's just off the chain. Whatever they say, it doesn't matter. But I believe God, and I continue every day. We're at 905 episodes of this Power Start Your Day. 905 episodes. Can we talk about that, about the power of decision and even the consequence of hate? Because you're going to have to pay the consequence. So we know that it first started in your heart and in your mind and then moved into an action. You don't just wake up and throw bread. You just don't wake up and destroy. There was already some seeds that were already harvesting for you to express in that way. Can we talk about that on dealing with um, the suppression and then the power of decision? Right. I tell people all the time, I, I even talk to my son, I, I say this to him, I said, God doesn't make us robots. He gives us the power of choice. But the other part mm-hmm. that God doesn't allow, he doesn't allow you. You can make your choice, but you can't choose your consequence. Okay. You can make your choice, but you don't have the power to make a choice and choose a consequence. You can't. That's not what God allows. He gives you freedom to make choice. But you can't say, when I do this, then I'm going to do this, because he maintains his sovereign right to give you the consequence, good, bad, or sad. The one thing that we have to do is understand. We have to learn from this. We also have to look at this and understand that when we make choices, we have to make sure that we want the outcome that we want. The only thing that really hurt me, not the only thing, many things hurt me. Something else that hurt me is we were destroying our own, we were destroying somebody else's dreams. We got so out of control until we didn't think that maybe you want a business for yourself, but you're destroying someone else's dream. And just because it might not look like is of people of color or just people in general, one of the things I believe we have to do and I've been teaching our church this for many, many weeks, is faith. Many times people have faith in God, faith that he's a healer, faith that he's a deliverer, faith that he's a protector. But there's another type of faith, Dr. Nicola, that we're missing. I call it the faith to have wisdom. The Mm -hmm. faith to have wisdom, which means, God, give me the ability to make wise choices in the midst of chaos. Not emotional choices, but wise choices. If I can make the right choice in chaos, then I can win in chaos. And right now, we're in the seed of making the right choices, to making wise choices, to getting with people who talk in the right way, not talking out of both sides of their mouth, 
I was telling, I did a Bible study last night, and what I taught people is, I said, why are you listening to people on social media that have no proof of success, they're just talking to get attention and not even using wise words? We have to hang around people who are talking to keep our spirit in a certain place to where we make right choices. That's why Power Start Your Day is so important to so many people because some people laid down last night with one feeling. But when you talk to them like you have done for almost 900 episodes, which is amazing, you're really trying to get people to go into the mindset of thinking correctly. I just talked last night. If you think right, God can handle your situation. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. think right, and what, what I feel like right now needs to happen, what you're doing right now, is to kind of settle people's spirit so your spirit and your heart can connect with your mind the right way. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes there's just a flat war. Your mind telling you one thing, your heart telling you something else, and your body telling you. Your body say, go down there and tell everything. Your heart is saying, wait a minute, that's not right. Your mind is saying, well, what side are you on? Who are you supporting? Well, I'm supporting mm-hmm. what's right. I'm supporting God because at the end of the day, that's who I'm going to need anyway. And I think yes, one sir. of the things we need to understand, we have to stick with God's way. You mm-hmm. lose. I don't care who it is. Anybody mm-hmm. that want to get outside of God's way will not win. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of time. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of time. Because if you can't control breath, you can't control life. There's only one mm-hmm. person in this world that controls life, and that's God himself. Wow. God himself. So powerful, especially when talking about he's the only one that gives life or take it away. And in my mind and in my reading and in my understanding that even when, you know, um, the servant Job, it was the enemy who had to go and ask for permission. And we know that God is the one that would decide. And I am now, even as time is going on, understanding that um, there, there was a sacrifice that was made, um, Jesus Christ, for us, for our uh, salvation. But George Floyd's life was sacrificed to bring mm-hmm. about major change. And mm-hmm. when people are and that they will now start focusing um, on what does this change mean for me? Because there was not mm-hmm. only whites that needed to change the way they thought and what they were doing. Also, we as a people need to change our thoughts and what we're doing. And, you know, and to make sure that we live a life that what they consider us as those, um, those generalizations, those stereotypes that they're not true. We are supposed to make it clear that those stereotypes are not true and opportunities like network marketing gives um, us that opportunity to um, make those stereotypes and those generalizations a lie. Right, right. So what You're I want exactly to right. Yes, because they feel, okay, they can't be fruitful. Someone took, told you to your face, you went and got the credential. They had not even asked, okay, where you and they automatically assume you're not going to be successful uh, if you've mm-hmm. gone uh, to prison or had any issues or got arrested before. How they're trying to say, "Oh, George Floyd been arrested," that that means that your life didn't mean anything. His life shook up the whole nation. 
when we begin to think about even myself and all of the challenges that I've been through and the mistakes I've made and I publicly talk about it and they say, oh, I would have been least likely to succeed. And this is why I get up every day outside of the fear of the Lord because I have a fear of the Lord. He tell you to do something. I say, okay, if I don't do it, then I already know I'm making my bed hard and I'm going to have to be the one to lie in it. So eventually uh, you're going to have to do what he said. And what he's saying right now is for you to heed what Pastor McKnight is telling you and for us to go out and add value to others because you are valuable. Stop stuttering. Stop being afraid. Stop, you know, reading into rejection and get out there and help some people. And so can you close us out with a prayer, Pastor McKnight, um, that their mind will not just hear this and not do anything, that they will hear. I will do. Thank you so much, Pastor. I, I will do this. There's one thing I that you triggered that I have to say, and I will pray quickly, and that is, the opportunity of what we're in in FES. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity for someone. I got people who have been through some hard times on my team, but this is the first opportunity in their life when they could control their yeah. destiny. Mm. And when you present this opportunity, you got to present it that you are an assistant to destiny controllers to let Mm. people know this is the one thing you can do to where the only person that will quit on you is you. Mm -hmm. And you can be successful. I'm going to pray now. Thank you, Dr. Nicola, for Mm. this. I've been listening to you for a long time, and I promise you I will not be coming in this group. I just listen. But today my heart is is grateful that you have this moment to let people know, believe in God, believe in yourself, think right and think clearly, and God will help us. God, today, first of all, we want to thank you for your servant, Dame Dr. Nicola Smith-Jackson, to be able to have Power Start Your Day. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you will undergird her with strength and power and station angels around her and her family, that they might lead the way to help people become trendsetters for our country and our nation. We speak for every person that's on this call that, God, you will settle within their mind to bring them peace. We come against low self-esteem. We come against any form of anger, rejection. Somebody is fatigued. Somebody's tired. Somebody's weary. They're bewildered, and they're feeling like, They're in it all by themselves. Let them know that you are our helper. I pray that you give us wisdom and a strategy to be successful. I pray in the name of Jesus that you give us right connections and right insight to make the right decisions and the right choices. We need to be led by your spirit. You said in Proverbs 3 that in all our ways, if we acknowledge you, you will direct our path. Now, we pray for our country. We pray for our nation. I pray, God, that the light of your word and the light of truth come against every demonic spirit of hatred, separatism, racism, and evil. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will bless FBS as a company, bless our nation, bless the Floyd family and every family who suffered from these types of things that have happened. I pray right now as we get ready to end this call that favor and success will be our friends. 
We bind every satanic interruption, every demonic interference. We come against wrong thinking and wrong choices. We speak peace. We speak victory. And we speak to every mountain and say, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. Thank you that this day will be a day of success. This day will be a day of right thinking. And we thank you, God, that we're going to help people, but we're still going to give you all the glory and you all the honor. We commit to ourselves and our heart to you. We'll never be prideful. We'll never be arrogant. We'll never walk around like we're better than others. But we will serve you with a humble spirit, but yet be strong in the spirit. We ask this prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for that recharge. Thank you for your servanthood. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you. Pastor Jonathan McKnight, I know this is blessing people, and it will bless people for ages upon ages to come. Encourage anyone to go back and listen to this replay. Uh, They can go to Success with Nicola and click on Power Start Call. We also are going to be posting uh, the link on my foundation that we're going to be building up my first um, seed into the foundation for me personally is $5,000. And then we're going to uh, continue to grow that. That's my first seed. And so um, NSJFoundation.org uh, you can go to, and uh, they have the donation button there. No seed is too small. We have to rebuild many of the people that have been affected that probably don't know where to turn our very own people. And so um, that's where God led me to minister and serve during this time. I thank you guys. I love you. Thank you again, Pastor McKnight. This was so, right, so God much. Bless. God bless you. Bye-bye. God bless.